All right, Mary, welcome back. Oh, well, all right, Mary. I was just uh, dancing to the theme song like Gina Gershon dances in Showgirls when she's watching Nomi Strip. Yeah, I was just, you know, <laughs> I was over here eating chips I was like Nomi's my, friend. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was feeling my oats. Yeah. Um, so welcome back. This is Nuance, All Right, Mary. And uh, we're here to talk about Untucked. We're here mm-hmm. to talk about the Great British Bake Off. We are here to talk about Monet soaking it up. We're here to talk about Hurricane Bianca, too. Yeah, we have a lot to talk about. Um, but, but first, Mary, what would you like to say? I want to say a huge congratulations to our Irish Marys. Solancha, Mary. Ugh, I know. Solancha. It's like, it's like a happy hour at Bennigan's right now. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> um, With the Monte Cristo. Oh, of course, of course. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I've been... Home con- of a thousand smiles. Uh, well, that's how the Bennigan's <laughs> in my neighborhood was. Uh, you know, I've been kind of quietly following along with this um, yes on uh, repealing, uh, yes on 8th, I think it was kind of the hashtag. Repeal the 8th. Repeal the 8th, which was all about decriminalizing abortion in Ireland. Um, via our, we have a, a lovely gaggle of Irish Marys. Oh my God. We, we whole, have great Irish Marys. We do, we do. And so in, I was sort of following along with the tweets with like Sarah and Carolyn and Alan and Diana had tweeted us today. And I was kind of like watching oh, them. Diana. Yeah. So I was following. What a through, goose. Yeah. The, our Irish, and, and there's so many more. I think we have, I, I think we have Jen just emailed recently this week. And I know there's more of you out there. Sure. I, oh, the sure. The names I can remember. Um, so I've been kind of like watching their Twitter feeds. Yeah. You know, I think I wanted to see it through them. Right. And so I think I saw like a, a tweet from like Sarah like I think she had like a screenshot saying it's a landslide and I was like it's a landslide <laughs> it was and she it was, got through she got through and I just was like it was it was the sense of I felt like watching you know there was just the sense of oh one more day it's so, it's so close we're almost done and like waiting for are we going to move forward or backwards right, here? Right, right. It's a big deal. Yeah. It was and a it was, big deal. Yeah. It, it was, it's one of them. It's been one of the most restrictive um, countries sure. in terms of abortion. Well, and you think about Ireland and what I know about Ireland is how uh, traditionally Catholic it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And so this is a huge deal for this to happen. Um, and so just congratulations, Marys. We are... Uh, so proud to see it yes. and, and uh, feeling all your joy from here right. to see things move in a positive yeah, direction. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I think it's important um, for anybody to have the choice um, for sure, especially yeah. when there's so many other factors involved. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was that was some nice news to see. Uh, and so kind of other the other thing I wanted to highlight while we're kind of speaking about that part of the world okay. is I want to say, oh, my gosh, now I'm going to forget. I think it was Allison. I'm so sorry. I should have taken the note. But uh, I believe it's Allison who sent us screenshots of oh. all these iTunes UK reviews. Yeah, we don't get those. We don't see that. I haven't seen them. I was like, I was like, oh my goodness, all these people. It was like the it was the nicest. It was the nicest collection of of reviews. You know what? I'll wait to look at that email when I'm having a bad day. Oh yeah, yeah. It was so sweet, and I love that she's like, and I'm off to do the same for the squirrel friends. <gasps> I know, oh, Amanda. It was, it was like, yeah, it was like you are. Nick won't need it. Kidding, <laughs> kidding, <laughs> kidding. No, I was just so glad. I mean, now they're gonna send all these oh, new stickers. Okay. Oh you know? right. Oh yes, right, yeah. right, right. Um, so thank you. I mean, that's that. It feels really nice to see all that. It's super validating. Sure. Um, and sure. I'm so glad we're... So proud to see you. I'm so proud to see you. I'm so, so glad we're reaching Mary's all over the world. Yeah, no, it, no it's, uh, it's you know, a, a part of our purpose. You yeah, know? yeah. Uh, absolutely. Um, so Untucked, Mary. Um, it's interesting, right? It, Untucked has kind of been in this limbo. Mm-hmm. And uh, they keep putting that, like, menacing music in the background mm-hmm. of... Not so drastic conversations. Right. Um, and I think this episode is one of those moments as well where it's like, 
okay, this isn't that bad, but you're making it worse with this menacing music. Was this the whole Eureka thing? Yeah. With the makeup? Yeah. 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 It. You know, I feel like they had, I guess I'll just say this. I wonder if this conversation would have been different with the vixen in the room because there were these implications of, oh, it's going to be harder. I just feel like not that the vixens like looking for something to start, but there was this thing I think they all were feeling of like, well, what do you mean by that? <laughs> that I feel like the vixen would be like, oh, no, no too vague, too vague, too vague. <laughs> we're going to name that. And I... I appreciate it not because like, oh, I want there to be more tension because I, as I talked about so much last week, do not like I'm tension. looking for the opposite. Yes. <laughs> um, but I guess I just felt like I, I appreciated someone in the room who's like, oh, no, we're not going to let things fester. Sure. I saw the value when this week we had things go unspoken. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, completely. Yeah. Well, and, you know, I want to uh, address uh, one of our Marys was talking about um, the clicks that are kind of developed that mm-hmm. have developed after this episode um you obviously have this click of tennessee versus new york mm-hmm. um and then you have texas All right by itself yeah obviously yeah, the lone star oh yes oh god <laughs> <laughs> saddle up mary yeah, you got really. me gal do do um, and then, um, but I also want to say that it's not always just Tennessee, New York. For me, as uh, often on smoker, I promise you, Marys, I um, am, am now like in a place where like I am, I think I'm good. Um, smoking is like absolutely disgusting to me, um, even though I think it's fine when you're out. I, I have hard feelings on smoking. You're navigating your relationship with smoking. Yes. Sure. Yes. And I will not shame anybody else because I understand that it is a choice. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And some people need it. But anyway, so uh, obviously Cameron and Eureka are smokers on this show. Mm-hmm. And as a former smoker slash sometimes on smoker, you bond with other smokers yeah. so much easier. And a lot of the time smokers aren't extroverts. And there's a reason why Smoking is so good because you get to step away and have air mm-hmm. or smoke, right? right? You get to just kind of breathe smoke um, away from a social situation. And so it makes sense to me that Cameron is one of those girls. Is she smoking though? Yeah, she smoked. Oh, I didn't. I guess part of me was like, you're this like, I guess looking at her, I'm like, oh, I just feel like you wouldn't be a smoker. You know what I mean? I just feel like she's all about like her physical health. Right. Don't judge a book by a cover. Seemed like an interesting choice. Yeah. But all right. I'm just noting things. Yeah. Maybe it's not cardio, Mary. You know? Maybe it's not. Maybe, well, it's, you know, what's 90% diet, right? Mm, that's true. So, so, um, so yeah. smoking kills your appetite. Sorry. Go on. Go on. <laughs> so, uh, so smoking. So we, we have this like bond between these two smokers where they get to step away and kind of bond separately so there's Mm -hmm. that uh click too and then the other idea that we talked about before is that cameron being kind of a sensitive introverted queen uh, and maybe not just shy but just quiet Mm -hmm. um she will emote more and talk more when it's Mm one-on-one like i like going to small gatherings rather than big loud parties yeah totally and and, uh, so i will you will get to know me more when there's only one person in the room rather Mm -hmm. than six right Sure, sure. I mean, even the level of like going to a huge club versus going to a house party, even on even in that kind of comparison, it's like if there's if there's places to be quieter. I think there's kind of that, that right, place of like right. Are go in the bathroom options? or go be a smoker and be on the porch mm-hmm. while everybody's boozing inside. Yeah, like I love it. Like a house party when there's like a certain group that like gathers in the kitchen and smokes pot. 
which is fine. Yeah. Yep. And because you're in the kitchen, you might as well um, <laughs> be close to the snacks, you know. But I love that. And I, actually, I do really enjoy that. I like when there's a group that goes to the back, you know, the back patio or the kitchen yeah. to smoke pot because there's something very interactive mm-hmm. that, you know if you get the right group and the right dynamic yeah you know that you're kind of probably with like-minded people mm-hmm. yeah totally and you know when somebody's coming out to the back porch and they're one of like the inside people mm-hmm. and they just want to toke right right there's and that- you're like you are such a mooch right now you're you're gonna leave the minute you have a, pu- a puff yeah there's that thing it's kind of like how drag shows you something about yourself smoking pot like with people there's like a dynamic that comes yeah, out yeah okay there's a certain dynamic that kind of gets created or it happens, depends on a certain type of personalities. Right. You know? And it's like when I'm with people that I really like or I have a good connection with, if then we smoke together, it's like all of that gets amplified. Yes. And if I smoke with someone I don't have a good connection with, it's like that gets amplified. Sure. So, sure. yeah. Yeah. So, I, I, I do like that. Yeah. I hear you, Mary. Um, I think, uh, so So those are those are kind of like the, the origins of these cliques. Mm-hmm. And I think the show is now like, all right, let's go with this. We have some Heathers and Boogers. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I also don't think it's a problem for Eureka to find somebody that loves her and is connecting with her because I'm also feeling for Eureka at this point. Mm-hmm. The thing that uh, got me about Eureka last week, or I think it was last week, where she's like, I came into this season after already connecting with another season. I didn't know how you guys were going to take me. Yeah. And all of a sudden I was like, oh, yeah, this is actually this is actually probably pretty hard. Yeah. Um, especially yeah. being a big girl or or just being a, a, a girl who is injured or somebody who you think has a leg up. And like there's all of these kind of mountainous things to kind of get over socially. Yeah. And also kind of being big and uh, big personality wise. And then people also coming at you for taking up, quote unquote, too much space in the conversation. Right. You know, and uh, it, so I, I'm kind of happy to see this little this little key key. I'm like, I don't mind this at all. Mm-hmm. Well, um, it makes sense to me because Cameron kind of comes from her world. And I think there's a lot for Eureka of like, <clears throat> there's a, I think, and, and especially if there's a, you know, group of New Yorkers together, I think it's important for Eureka to have someone else in the room who's like, I know where you're coming from. Right. I know the world you're coming from. I know the drag you're coming yes. from. Yes. And I think she probably doesn't feel that as much from the New Yorkers. Yeah. Monet aside, Monet's oh, been a for great sure. friend. Monet was a good friend too. Yeah. Eureka, for yeah. sure. Um, their friendship, you know, because we do kind of see them interacting and kind of having this like Kiki at the makeup station. Because um, I was like, the, the, the note I took was like this, I think that this friendship and this dynamic speaks to a lot of people. It doesn't speak to me. It's not the kind of friendship or the dynamic I have with people. Mm-hmm. I don't do that kind of thing. I'm sounding judgy, but I don't fucking care. Uh, it's nuance. I don't do that thing of like, well, I'm so crazy. That's why we're friends. I don't, I don't really get into that kind of like editorializing. Oh, oh, like, like calling it out. Yeah, the kind of telling you're that this and I'm this. Well, that's because I'm so crazy. It's like I always find that a little like mm, I don't know if you just get to say that. I think you have to be it. You know what I mean? Like there's something, something rubs me the wrong way about that kind of like self observation. I think it's sweet. I, I think, think it's it, important for friends to much like um, uh, married couples or people in a relationship to be able to verbalize and communicate why things work. And so I, I know this is I, different. I, no, well, um, I, I'm trying to see what you're saying, but I'm playing devil's advocate here. I think it's okay when when people are practicing verbalizing like, hey, I love you, but mm-hmm. saying it in a different way. I know. I, I know I'm being critical of this. It's just this is not a friendship that speaks to me. That's all. Oh, okay. It's probably not one that would excite me as much as say a friendship with like Cracker. Like that would be kind of someone that I, or obviously Monet. You Eureka know? and Monet you mean? No, I mean like, I feel like if 
the way that the way that Cameron and Eureka are interacting and having that kind of conversation doesn't feel to me the kind of conversation I would have with, with a friend. I don't oh. like go to that vibe of like, well, that's because we're so crazy. Like it's just not my personality type. I see. Whereas like Cracker and kind of the way she interacts. I think when you're new friends at camp. I know. That's what it is. I know that. I'm just... It, I'm just more of a like, so tell me how much you pay in rent. You know I what I mean? What mean? Like, I see what you mean. Yeah. And we're missing that. Mm-hmm. Um, it, that. That might be edited out. Right. I you think know? it's, yeah, I it just, it's these, it, I'm, I'm bringing my own shit to it, but it just felt like, I don't know. It's just not a dynamic that speaks to me, but I also recognize a lot of people. This is how they interact and they're having a good yeah, time. It's, it's so I'm sweet. not trying to shit on it. I'm just saying it's not my, it's not my kind of drag. So you're shitting on how I'm friends with people. Call yeah, me. that's kind of what I'm trying to do here. <laughs> I don't, you know. Um, I think, uh, no, I verbalize why uh, I'm friends with people. I know my friend Garrett in Chicago. I doubt he listens to this podcast. If you're listening, Garrett, hey, girl. Mm. Um, he is 6'8". I am not. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> No. Um, and he uh, is total extrovert. He was the mayor of every bar he walked into, not mm-hmm. just because of his height, but because he got to know everybody. He's yeah. this beautiful soul. Mm-hmm. And I got to just be his little friend yeah. that, that he loved for other reasons, right? Because we had other things to talk about and we had a good time together. We played pool together. And I mean, but Garrett was... Everybody thought about Garrett and then it was like, oh, yeah, your friend. What was his name? You know, and I, I went yeah. to a Lester situation in American Beauty. Like, it's OK. I wouldn't remember me either. Right. Sure. Uh, yeah, yeah. But um, but yeah. So I I don't know. And so we would have conversations of like, I love you. Oh, this is why I love you. You you always do that. I love how you do that. And I do that, you know, and it's like, oh, yeah, okay. I know. Yeah, I, I, I guess. I guess what I'm hoping for from Eureka and Cameron from this conversation is like more details, like more examples. You know what I mean? OK, like quantify well you know what i'm not from the south so i wonder if it's unspoken the fact that they're tennessee queens mm-hmm. and they kind of get that well so and so that was the thing i was going to say is some of this felt like because I'm, I'm wanting to really land on this thing and i know that i'm blowing up this like minor thing but it's nuance of like it's it, <laughs> have a drink mary right but it's nuance <laughs> all it's, right mary what you signed up for is to just like dig into the bones of shit and sure. just peck out the meat so um so i'm just vulturing Right now, so um, yeah, but like I, I guess now I feel like I'm digging way too into it. I, what I'm trying to say is, it could be a regional thing. That okay. this is a way that maybe people speak or interact, kind of in the same way in the South. People go, "Oh, well, bless that, bless." Oh, that. Right. It's not a way that I speak. It's not a way that I approach things. So it doesn't sure. speak to me the same way Cracker and a neurotic Jewish New Yorker, right? Would. Like you, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's like all women, like women, yeah. yeah. So I think that's what I'm, what I'm picking up on. I see what you mean. But I'm so happy to see them happy. And finding each other, and especially in this situation, oh, I've got a friend, I got a buddy, yeah. I got someone on my team. I, that, that, that warms me a lot. That's more important. And so I wasn't, I, I, I wasn't. Uh, You're right. Yes. All right, Mary. Just, um, <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't too concerned about the clicks being negative. I was more like, well, I'm, okay, I'm glad that I'm glad that Cameron and Eureka have each other because these other girls are, you know. They're from a different way. Yeah, a different way. Exactly. I think that's all it is, is I would just be sitting with the New York girls. Yeah. And clearly there's this thing against Eureka and call it fat phobia, call it the fact that she was on season nine, Mm -hmm. call it the fact that she's loud. But um, I I don't know if that's all it because I know Monet Monet really loves Eureka. Mm -hmm. So so it's got to be feeling threatened. And that's I just see it as insecurity. Like when Cracker was reading her look, I'm like, okay, girl. Yeah. Well, it's like 
sure, Eureka's look does look very similar to her bird look. I mean, the loaf's the same one. Sure. I get it. I get the similarities, and I get that feeling of like, you know, this might be something that they would they would think another queen would get red for. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I totally understand that frustration. We've said that about multiple things. Yeah, I totally understand that frustration, and right. I think it's like, yeah, that's part of it, but like... If you're smart enough, you know that like, yeah, this is a TV show and it's not just about Eureka's looks. It's not just about anybody's looks or anybody's performance. Right. They're also filming a reality show. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's a reality show. Yeah. Um, So that's kind of, those are kind of my, my untucked thoughts. Otherwise, Monet goes home and it's very sad. We talked about Asia's kind of, uh, why she's shocked by Monet in our clip of the week. Oh yeah. Um, You know, at the end of that clip, Monet has that thing about uh, about her chest, and she says that this is called biological. biological. Get into it. Yes. There was a part of me that loved that because I feel like for a lot of men, for men who have, you know, boobies, boobies, um, I I do not. I don't speak from this experience, but my understanding is it's something a lot of men feel very insecure about. I have about. hairy boobies, Mary. I mean, you know, I've, there's a little bit of. I'm sorry, it's this water bottle under <laughs> my shoulder. Um, you know, it, it's it, it, Tom Selleck's where it needs to, but like, I don't, I've never had that body image issue. But what I appreciated was that Monet took this thing that a lot of men feel very shameful about, very embarrassed for, and was like, embrace it, use it. And sure. it was like, there are so many little, you know, gay men, gay boys with, with, with a cute little A cup rack who are like, thank you for embracing <laughs> that and like, bitch, get into it. Yeah, I hear you. And I thought that was really sweet. I hear you. Um, I'm, uh, yes, yes. I immediately think of now and then with Christina Ricci taping down her boobs. And I'm like, oh. bitch, get into it. Yeah. Get it. Yeah. <laughs> this is called biological. Yes. Um, yes. Shake it, baby. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, I guess the last thing that is a interesting way to end Untucked is the talking of strategy for the top six. Like Eureka's mm-hmm. defending her strategy. Aquarius kind of corroborating it, but like, yeah, we're in the top six. Like now it's strategy. Right, right. It's, it's not like, it's not best friend race anymore. It's mm-hmm. like, well, no, I got to get to the top. So I'm going to do whatever I can now. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see next week where it seems to be a very individual challenge, how that might have to come into play. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. I mean, other than that, I think... I, I have to note <clears throat> Monet being bald and full face. I always love. You love that. I, and yes. I think that's a look. Sure. And if she like painted her head the way Sasha does to mm, kind of complete the, uh-huh. the illusion, that's a look. Work. Um, and then, you know, just her kind of obviously talking about leaving. And there was that great moment where she was doing the Maya Angelou impression and then shit got real. And she was like, yeah, she's like I, I don't know, know what Maya would say. say. I think she's. She, I, she'd be really disappointed. I can feel her in this room. And I was like, and I think you really do. Yeah. I think you really do feel like, oh. I think uh, kind of like I think you thought I was gonna win, Maya, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, right. I thought that was just like this sweet little moment. Oh. Um, but I mean, you know, then she has that great exit with the hat on and the suitcases and rolls out. Uh, and I thought, well, this is just the beginning. Sure, this is just chapter three. She's gonna soak it up. Soak it up. And no. speaking of soak it up, you watched the video. I How did. many times, Mary? Oh, it's it's still <laughs> playing. I have it tattooed on the inside of my eyelids. Um, <laughs> so it. I mean, it's great. It's super fun. Yeah. It's like. She looks sexy. She looks super she, like, sexy. Serving her body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And 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 going with this sponge drag. Right. I mean, it's smart. It's such, I mean, it's such drag of like having the super sexy video wearing a sponge wearing dress. Wearing a sponge dress. It's when very she, drag. When she yes. gets in the pool at the end, it was like. Oh my God, yes. You goose. Yeah. You goose. Um, I, Monique Hart. Monique's ca- in it. The cameo. Oh my God. Yeah. America. Yeah. The bitch was stunning. <laughs> she wiggled. 
face was right. Yeah, um, yeah no, I, I loved it. I'm a very good video to come out post Drag Race, mm-hmm. right? Like, you know, there's Dusty Ray Bottoms. There's, mm-hmm. uh, I'm trying to think of the the other ones that came right when they left the show. Because oh. uh, Shea Coulee's, I think, dropped right before the finale. Maybe, yeah. Uh, and she dropped three of them. And mm-hmm. she obviously looks stunning. Yeah. But I think this one had, uh, because there was only one, mm-hmm. and because it was like, Right after, mm-hmm. uh, it was there was this um, this uh, this inside joke from the season that was carried over. Right. So there was this. I, I don't know. I, I was able to watch it more accessibly mm-hmm. than uh, the Shakule cocky video, which was fierce. I know. I mean, it felt almost like a continuation of what we just saw yeah. in terms of like references and whatnot. Right. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think the other queens didn't really do that, except for obviously Dusty Ray Bottoms, who mm-hmm. who brought this kind of alternative punk rock to Never Loved Ya. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, I think it helped having having Bob having Mon- um, having Monique in it, like kind of I think that's a big part of it is yeah. the collaborations and the, right and kind right of like, we want to see that mm-hmm. yeah yeah so I I'm super excited I mean she has Monet has a one-woman show at the Lori Beachman of course <gasps> in September <gasps> oh we're going yep yeah I'm we're so definitely going. excited tickets are already available oh let's go it might even be worth getting the like VIP oh, meet and greet okay you know I don't All know right, Monet. see if she wants to be on a podcast uh yeah maybe um I maybe. well I say maybe because I don't want I don't want to force any queen to be on our podcast no. if you want to be on it you're totally gonna be on it yeah. but you know we're not gonna you know we I, I don't know we're not gonna kidnap her and force her yeah, to talk right right no. right and I'm not gonna hound her to be on it you know no. if she wants to be on it she can I'd love to promote that show though oh what with the oh the one woman show yes oh yeah yeah well yeah, exactly. we will we'll work on that all right maybe. yeah. Um, you know, full disclosure, we've already reached out to Monet before this season. Sure. And her her manager said, like, she's too busy. Yeah. So, you know. Which like, is we'll, great. We'll wait to hear back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we'll try again. Um, so, what else do we want to talk oh, about? Oh, oh, oh. Okay. So, either Great British Bake Off or Hurricane Bianca. I want to talk about Hurricane Bianca for a second. So I watched Hurricane Bianca. <laughs> so you kind of made that decision. Okay. Yes, I did. Right, well, that wasn't really you weren't speaking, so I was like, okay, well, well I was I'll just, just letting speaking. you have this, the mic. Um, Hurricane Bianca two, uh, to love from Russia mm-hmm. with hate or to hate from Russia. Oh, I don't know. Um, so I will say, we've talked about the first one, and the first one is great for just like the first one. This is great for kids that are seeing a drag queen in a movie and there's Shangela's in it and, and, you know, there's Mrs. Kasha Davis is in it and Mm -hmm. she's hilarious. Um, You, Rachel Dratch, you have these, like, great gay queer stories that I think are important to have at our fingertips. Mm -hmm. So I am happy for it. I don't know why the writing doesn't transfer to these movies of like why is Bianca Del Rio not as funny in these movies yeah yeah um Katia gives a great performance I mean she's she's a big part of the movie Mm -hmm. she's like a love interest slash a comedy relief and uh it's great but it's just not as funny yeah I mean, I Rachel saw the trailer. Dratch is, Rachel Dratch is funny, but it's not as funny as Rachel Dratch should be. Um, and I, I, so that was, that's kind of my only problem with it is I'm kind of like, really? Like, are we, like, where, why aren't we creating even funnier jokes? Like, I, yeah. I, I don't know. I, Mrs. Kosh Davis was fabulous in it. Well, I will say, great. like, that is, that was an important part of the movie for me. Yeah. Um, but I, I think that our Mary should see it. Because uh, it's great content, and obviously Bianca Del Rio's in it. I will say this: 
Roy Haylock is in it more than Bianca is. Hmm. You see Bianca uh, rarely, actually. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Bianca comes as like an apparition rather than a character. You see her as Bianca in one scene. That's so weird. Yeah. Otherwise, it's Roy Haylock. That's so strange. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> I'll watch it. I watched the trailer and I was like, mm. you should watch it. Yeah. Definitely watch it. It's right. content. I mean, I bought the movie. Sure. I'll um, support Drag Race content. I'll yeah. support Bianca. Yeah, sure. For sure. And Katya and, and Katya. Mrs. Kasha Davis. Mm-hmm. Shangela. I will say this. Shangela gives a great performance. Shangela can act. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I really yeah, that doesn't that. Even with me. like a kind of a weird script. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Well, good for her. And I guess we'll also see that in A Star is Born because uh, oh, Shangela's in yes. that as well. I don't know when that comes out. Shangela. Yeah, good for her. Um, well, well, great. I'm glad that it's just as terrible as the first one. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll check it out. And it's, maybe... uh, it's no worse or, uh, I don't know, no better. Mm-hmm. Is it the same, more effects. same writer and director? I, I'm not sure. That guy, Matt Kugelman? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well... There you go. Uh, so, on the topic of things that are amazing, mm-hmm. I want to say a huge thank you to all the Marys who, I mean, it was so many Marys. The most like unanimous thing yeah. we've ever had people. Everybody forget. said it. What's an example of kind media? The Great British Bake Off. Yeah. And I mean, I'd heard of it. I knew of it. You know, it was one of those things that was like, okay, it's out you there. you had a friend, right? I had a friend on the Great American Bake Off. Okay. Um, Which so, wasn't so kind. Um, I don't remember. I I didn't. I didn't watch. He did well. He got if, uh, any fans of the Great American Bake Off. Um, I'm friends with Jeremiah, who got to like fifth place. Uh, and he he had really positive. He had really you know positive feedback about it, and you know really bonded with all his fellow oh, cooks, nice. bakers, and said the hosts were great and everyone was super nice. Um, and then it was fine. He said the biggest challenge was just that like the ovens were so unpredictable. Um, and they're cooking oh, out there in right. these like in baking these like tents, and so like the weather is like really unpredictable. Yeah, that's like Top Chef. Yeah. So, I <clears throat> so I've been watching. It's like series six, season four. It's the Nadia season. Um, she's so it, it helps because they know who's gonna win. So okay. there's like a little less stress. Oh, okay. And she's lovely. She's right. great. Thanks um, for spoiling it, Mary. It's fine. It, it's it's such. So here's the reason why it's good to know who wins because. Oh, you just fall in love with all of them. Oh, that's great to hear. They're the sweetest bunch of people. I got to get into it. You know, it's been it's been a week, Mary. Oh, this is so it's like easing into a warm bath. Everyone's great. The judges are great. Mary Berry. All right, Mary Berry. All right, is Mary Berry. Great. Great snatch game character. Paul Hollywood. Oh my god. Like I don't even have a basement anymore. <laughs> it's just a pool. It's just an in-ground indoor pool. So wait, isn't he wasn't he problematic? Didn't he like isn't he mean to somebody? Isn't he like abusive or something? Well, one of her Mary's he cheated tweet- on his wife yes, or something. Yes, one of her Mary's tweeted and said he cheated on his wife. I I am I am just it's an inconvenient truth. He is I'm not trying to marry the guy. He is so, it's like, oh my God. All of my daddy issues are wrapped up in Paul Hollywood's eyes. Sure. Oh my God. So he's gorgeous. And then, because he's great, but then there's, what is it? Sue and Mel, the two kind of like Tim Guns of the room. Okay. No one's lovelier. Oh, really? No one is lovelier or kinder or helpful. They're funny. So what happens when somebody messes up, Mary? Is it just about them and their struggle? So when... Okay, so here's here's two great things about it. When somebody... And you may have seen some of the emails and tweets about this, is that when, when one of the contestants would like freak out and like really lose their shit... The Red Hots were for my mommy. Sure, some sort of meltdown moment like that. Sue and Mel and maybe other ones, but I know they would like go near that contestant and they'd, they'd be dropping F-bombs and saying brand names so they couldn't use the footage. 
So they would def- oh. they would protect them. And so that stuff you obviously don't see. But then when the when the contestants like you know the first episode, this one woman you know her because you do like three different things in one episode. And her kind of like showcase thing at the end, uh-huh. <clears throat> it was failing. It was falling apart. It just timing wise, all that stuff. And she started to really kind of like fall apart as well. Right. So much crying on the Great British Bake Off, uh. myself included. And um, oh and it was like, and and they're so lovely because they go to her and they're just like, okay, okay, well, what can you do? You can do wonders with piping. Okay, let's approach this. And it's just about having a positive approach. And the you know one woman like they put, help her puts her arm around her and says, "It doesn't mean you're going home. Oh. It's okay." And like that's when I'm just like the goose, you know, and I'm just weeping. You know, I was thinking about All Stars Four, and I and I'm thinking about Kind Media, and I'm thinking about these competitions and the capitalist idea of them. I I'm wondering if, hear me out, Marys, mm-hmm. what if it was All Stars Four, Drag Race tournament style, where you cast eight queens and they're there the entire show mm-hmm. and you do a certain amount of challenges and it's about points mm-hmm. and how many points you get every single time that you uh, you know finish like do a challenge and win the challenge mm-hmm. and then maybe at the end it's worth like three points or four points or like certain things are worth more mm-hmm. and like so you can also strategize that way but we get to see them all nobody's sent home if they just do one bad thing they could redeem themselves after they flunk yeah and then you know and stay on the whole show mm-hmm. and then finally there's like okay so then oh the top the top three or the top two go on to the final round of points mm-hmm. and then they lip sync against each other. Sure. Some situation where no one has to go home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that these queens can stay on the whole time, mm-hmm. be showcased the whole time. They're not read for filth for one challenge that they mess up. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's an interesting idea. I'm trying to think if there's any other shows that keep anybody the whole time. Cause it's the whole time, the whole time, because um, that's such like a trope of reality shows is is elimination, right? And know? I don't think that it has to be that way. Mm-hmm. I I'm, I'm fairly certain that I can think of one um, where they stand the whole time and it's like points. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I know it was only in one little show, but if you think about the show Guts, uh huh, yeah, they have to acquire different points for each um, each. Uh, each challenge activity yeah. each challenge mm-hmm. and then the aggro crag is like a million points right you know right sure i mean i you know i wouldn't be against it I, I mean i think the larger idea is just thinking about different contexts for this whole thing like you think of drag you it's taking the queens it's taking some of the ideas and it's doing something a little bit different right and it's changing up the recipe but recipe but using some of the same ingredients right and i think it's the same idea here is like what if we kept a lot of the ingredients that we love we love the queens we love the, the challenge game we have lip syncs mm-hmm. we have the reading challenge we love certain challenges yeah yes. we we and and we love seeing the queens i mean could work you together imagine, we love to see them support each other could you, know? you imagine an all winners season where they're on the whole time mm-hmm. and it's just about points right and who's the ultimate winner yes and yeah. it's not a drag race because you so you can't compare them right but you just like oh yeah yep yep yeah i mean Jinx monsoon and maybe it's a situation where they all live in the same house together <gasps> oh too. My, no 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 no. i'm not i don't oh, i don't, yeah, need, I don't do need to that. see that let's do yeah. all that let's just after take a long day at work i don't need to see that i mean that would be an interesting to bring that dynamic because that's another reality show trope sure to bring that dynamic to together this. Yeah. yeah yeah i don't i don't know i i know people like live for big brother mm-hmm. i also enjoy survivor but with survivor there's like whole other aspect to living together they're surviving together well yeah whereas big brother i'm just kind of like i don't 
I don't I don't know. I, it's hard for me to watch it and stay interested. Yeah, I've never watched a regular season. People love it though. People get so into it. I've yeah, only of watched course. I think really the only Celebrity season I've Big watched with Michelle Visage is yeah. Yes. And you thank watched you. Ross Matthews. I only watched No, I didn't really watch that season. Did you watch any of Quatniac? Didn't watch that one either. Okay. I watched Whichever season Celebrity Big Brother UK when Trisha Paytas was on, I watched oh, that Trisha until she Paytas. until she quit. Yeah, oh. um, yeah. So I don't really know, but um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's a good question in general of like, how do you Marge Simpson this dress? You know, right? How do you make a new look out of it? Yeah. Um, who knows? Yeah, I don't know. That's my idea. I yeah. would pitch that and be like, call it, you know, a drag tournament. Yeah. Well, and I think you know this whole concept of kind media that we're we're kind of talking about and finding great examples of it's like it's it's kind of a nice idea i don't know to have a, a kind media version of drag race i know lots of people are not into it right this is mostly just fantasy talk yeah yeah right fantasy of like what it would look like sure we get it no one's gonna tune in we get all right it. mary we get it all right mary um so there we have it um i just to kind of end i don't know if you wanted to mention or if you wanted to talk briefly on the parallels between season seven and season 10 that was found on Im- Imgur. Oh, yeah. I think maybe it was like a Reddit Imgur. post. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how Trixie is related to Cracker. Right. A Barbie-inspired queen loved by fans that struggles to come out of her shell during the challenges, but successfully showcases her funny personality during confessionals and such. I mean, sort of. I, I don't I don't know if... There's a connection there. Yeah. That one's one of the looser ones for me. Yeah, because Trixie left and came back, whereas... Yeah. Cracker was just like safe the the whole show. Yeah, they and, they're both white and they're both blonde. Yeah, and I think that the challenge, I get it. It's just different. It's just like this is so like surface level. I know. There's like no nuance. You know. And then the other one that I didn't agree with the most was Pearl with Cameron. Yeah, a popular introverted queen that knows how to turn looks both in and out of drag. That has all the dick pigs going wild, and their main storyline is stuck on just that being shy and hot. I don't think. First of all, I don't think that was Pearl's story. Yeah. Pearl, uh, like, stepped to RuPaul mm-hmm. and needed to wake up and was constantly being pushed. Yeah. Where you have Cameron, who's this sweet little introverted goose who's just kind of producing herself and turning out amazing looks. Yeah. And not being rude to anybody. Yeah, there's no wake up Cameron moment. Exactly. A little bit this episode. A little bit this one. It's very gentle. Mm-hmm. It is very gentle. Yeah. Rue, um, and I don't think, and again, I don't think Cameron is shy. No, Rue uses the kid gloves with Cameron the way he did with Kim Chi. Right. But with Pearl, he was, the gloves were off. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a very shallow comparison. And then Kennedy and Asia, this one was the one where I'm like, um, I mean, if if the worst one was Pearl, this one I'm, I was kind of almost offended by mm-hmm. because uh, you have uh, it's a charismatic pageant queen from the South that rises to the occasion in acting challenges by showing her humor and has a visible good connection with RuPaul. Mm, that dog didn't agree. <laughs> um, I mean, it's true. All those, all of those sure. points are true. But like, there's so much more that Asia's bringing as an yeah. adult in the room. Kennedy was this like fucking phenomenal dancer mm-hmm. that isn't even mentioned here. Yeah. Well, that's because yeah, this is just this is what we were talking about in the main episode. People find the story they want to hear, right? Or maybe we talked about it earlier this yeah. episode. I don't remember. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to continue with Aquaria and Ginger Minj uh, and Violet and and uh, Eureka uh, again. Just well, kind a- of Aquaria and Violet. Well, that, I mixed them oh, up. Okay, yeah. um, but just uh, again, a little reductive for me because mm-hmm. um, you know Eureka. 
she has kind of a villainous edit in the sense that like she she fucking fucked with the vixen in the wrong way. Yeah. Um, and then Ginger Minge, yeah, she had kind of a villainous edit at the end, didn't she? Yeah. At the very end, they kind of started showing this very competitive side of Ginger. Right. Um, you know, and it's a thing of like sometimes Drag Race kind of like shames you for being competitive. Yeah. It's like, um, well, well, it's a competition. Isn't that what RuPaul said she wanted? Right, right. It, yeah. it, it really depends on... It's like, oh, be competitive, but it's how you're, it's how you're performing yeah. that. It's who you are. Right. It's, and who yeah. tells you to be? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then Valachachki and Pearl, we've, we've made this, uh, Pearl, uh, Aquaria, mm-hmm. we've made this uh, connection before in the yeah. sense that they're young and they surprised us. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that, I think, I thought this one was kind of like true, mm-hmm. um, except I think that Aquaria is um, uh, better uh, in the challenges than uh, I agree it was I agree I agree I feel like I both of them I know are kind of stretching themselves and like certain challenges like oh that's not really like in your wheelhouse but Aquarius seems to make it further like yeah. um dyslexia in breast world right I don't think Violet would have pulled it off right. as well as Aquaria did yeah you know and the snatch game too I mm-hmm. mean like yeah there's a lot to mm-hmm. be said uh so yeah I just wanted to recognize that it was a uh, thank you so much Kevalev mm-hmm. um it was I really appreciate the uh the the, the shout out because uh, it gave me some thoughts I think Kev is the one who sent us the jujube clip of she's a child oh she's a child yeah so yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's Kev's, worth credit Kev's a good man yeah um, so that's all I got, Mary. I think, I mean, we talked about Great British Bake Off. We talked about, I feel like I've talked about everything. I guess so. Yeah, Mary. Yeah, I kind of have to all pee, right, so I'm fine to wrap this up. All right, Mary. Yeah. Um, Mary's, if you have any thoughts, uh, you can reach out to us on Twitter at All Right Mary, or you can find us on the web at www.allrightmary.com. That's three W's. Uh, or you can find us uh, via email at allrightmarypodcast at gmail.com and let us know your thoughts on some of this untucked stuff. Let us know what you thought about Hurricane Bianca 2. Why should I love it? Um, and if you want to celebrate any more about Monet, of course, we're Please. waiting to gush. Yes. Um, <clears throat> you can also follow me on Twitter at Colin Drucker, which is C-O-L-I-N-D-R-U-C-K-E-R. And if you want even more All Right Mary than all of those options are giving you, you've probably already figured out that you can go to patreon.com backslash All Right Mary. Um, uh, if we're plugging Instagram, it's uh, Johnny also. Well, there um, you go. I've been connecting with some really, really very sweet Marys that have been uh, sending me some uh, very humbling messages. So uh, big shout out to all you um, beautiful people. Any dick uh, pics? No dick pics. And I appreciate that. That connection is not what it's about. Yeah, well, slide yes. into my DMs, Mary's. I'm just oh, kidding. Mary. Just kidding. Oh, Mary, um, good luck. I'm. <laughs> anyway, um, I know. Didn't was, don't Grizzly Kiki ask for uh, nudes? No. Oh, maybe they do. Uh, didn't they? When with we were Dino there? Sarma. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> Dino. It's fine. You don't need to send me any nudes. We're we're Marys. We're sisters. Just keep the emails coming. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Yeah, I think that's it. I think that's all we got. Okay, cool. I think I've... Oh, iTunes, five stars. You know, oh, you're on new ones. You know what you're doing. Yeah. Um, you've probably already left a review, but if you haven't, come on. Bitch, get into Bitch, it. Bitch, get into Cut it. Cut and sew. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And so uh, that's it. I think that's all for this week. Um, right. And we will either... You'll either hear from us later this week if you're a Matreon for uh, Welcome to the Dollhouse, or next week we should talk about this. It's not a new episode of Drag Race. Oh, right. So what we're doing instead is a bit of a preview of what we'll be covering after season 10, which is, of course, 
I guess we're going to discuss the first episode of Drag Race Thailand. Yeah. Maybe we'll just talk about the queens and we'll save the episode. Yeah, yeah sure. So maybe we'll do a meet, the, a meet queens the queens for Drag Race Thailand. Yeah. I'm I'm kind of edging more toward, let's do just episode one. Let's do the whole thing? Yeah, let's just do the episode. Um, it's a great way to meet the queens, Mary. I guess so, because then I guess it'll just be a little cliffhanger. for. Yeah. When this, all right. So we're doing the first episode of Drag Race Thailand next week. All right, Mary. So if you do not have a way of watching that, uh, just reach out. And don't worry, soon to be followed by Dragula season two. Yep. Uh, maybe even kind of overlapping. And then uh, obviously season three and season seven of mm-hmm. Ru- RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah. Yeah. And some season other. Season four, season five. I mean, we, we're going to we're gonna get there, We're Mary. closing in. And some yeah. other projects. So stay yeah, tuned. some other projects. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, Marys. All right, Marys. We'll see you soon. Bye. See ya.